Hello, everybody. Welcome back to episode 164 of the Empty Opinions Podcast with your Solari Polanco. For this episode, it's going to be just me. It's going to be a solo episode. It's been a while since I've done one of these solo episodes, basically because I haven't been procrastinating as much. This is the week that I procrastinated. I was actually kind of proud because I've been having guests on a podcast for the last two months, like ever since 2022 started. I've always had a new guest or just a guest on the podcast. Typically, those streaks come to an end because I forget to schedule a new episode. You know, the problem is just me reaching out to people in time. It gets to a point where it's like, fuck, it's too late now. And I have to do it myself. And I don't have a problem with doing it myself. And in this case, I think it's actually kind of necessary because this could be kind of like an update slash like getting in touch with the viewers of the YouTube channel or the people listening on the podcast feeds. Just a solo episode. This is going to be a very casual episode. I feel very casual. I just want to touch in with people, you know, let everybody know what's going on. Maybe make some announcements. I'll call this like the state of the union for the podcast. Um, This is where I'm going to address everything, announce anything, update everything that I've been trying to do, how I've been feeling, what I've been doing. And yeah, and then in the second half of the episode or just later on, when I do everything that I feel like I need to do, I guess all the housekeeping, uh, then I'll get into some pop culture topics just to get some clips out because I can't make clips of me talking about the new updates of the podcast because I don't know if people are going to love that. Those aren't going to get me a lot of traction, if that makes sense. Those aren't going to get me a lot of exposure. So, you know, I had to talk about fucking Kanye. You know what I mean? I had to talk about Harding on the Sixers. Uh, those are some hints. Hey, I'm sure people want to know what the fuck I think about the Russian-Ukrainian conflict, right? Um, but yeah, that's going to come later on. For now, I guess I just want to give a little bit of an update on myself first, I guess. And Because um, like I said, it's been two months. This has been just a solo episode of me talking about what I've been going through. And fortunately, this episode isn't... I'm not doing this because I'm going through something bad. I've noticed in a podcast whenever there is a solo episode... It typically means that I'm going through it and I just need an outlet to express myself. Those have been the past couple of solo episodes. But for this, I haven't really been going any through anything because I made the conscious decision to not chase women. <laughs> and I made that, you know, a, a fucking point of, you know, something to do, something to follow. Just a rule for myself personally because, you know... I've noticed, man, women are just stressful. Dealing with women are stressful. And it's not necessarily the women that are stressful. It's how I deal with romantic partnerships that's stressful. And, you know, the anxiety that it can cause when you're not sure of something. And how kind of triggering it can be for that, for me to get into that, get in that world. So that's why I've decided, you know what, let me just take a break. Just focus on the things that I got to focus on. And it's been working out great because also I've been just pretty busy with school and with work. Um, there's been a lot of work, school work, and even though it's not hard, it's still a lot of school work. And I've been having to, I've been slowly realizing I got to work more um, because in my line of job, well, I do Uber. I don't know why I was going to be so secretive about that. But, you know, when I'm doing Uber, like in the past year, it was they were giving out much more money and now that's kind of dying down. It's kind of going back up again, but it's never going to be to the levels of like 
early 2021. You know what I mean? Uber was really like going crazy with the prices and how much they were paying. And similar to how Uber Eats was, which was what I was doing before Uber, um, they kind of decreased the rates. They kind of increased them like crazy to a crazy amount just to get people to do it. And then once the people are there and there's a lot of people doing it, obviously the demand falls or uh, the supply. I don't know what the fucking business terminology is, but basically they stopped, they stopped giving out as much money as they did before. And, um, that same thing happened to Uber eats. Like they were paying a lot of money early on in Uber eats. And then, you know, like a year later, they're giving out like $2 per delivery. It's fucking insane. Um, I feel like something similar is going to happen to Uber, even though it's not that bad. And for the most part, Uber is much more stable than Uber Eats ever was, but still I can sense it just dying down. So I've been realizing that I work more now to make the money I used to make. Um, and also just in general, I kind of want to leave Uber. I want to now before I graduate, because that's another thing. There's so many big life things that are, are on the horizon that, you know, I have to confront at a certain point, but I'm kind of procrastinating as I tend to do with most things, because first of all, I'm about to graduate college, you know, God willing, I do all my homework, which sometimes can be hard, but so far so good. It's not, I don't think I'm failing any classes. So I'm graduating pretty soon, right? So that's coming in the horizon and that's like a whole new world. It's like, I don't know if you guys have that feeling for anybody that went to college after high school. Or like just that weird anxiety that comes from high school ending, something you're so used to doing, there's this routine that is coming to an end and now you have to figure it out. That was how I felt after high school ended. And then, you know, it didn't take much for me to back, get back in the routine for college. So it wasn't too drastic of a difference, but like, I remember that day that I graduated, I was just like, oh fuck, I'm kind of stepping out into the real world ish. Cause it's still college, but now that college is ending, I feel like, Oh fuck. Like now I'm really stepping into the real world. Like it's going to be a thing of like, I won't have classes to go to. I won't have any homework, which to me sounds awesome, but you got to fill that time with something. So, you know, you continue to grow in life. That's what I've been realizing. It's like, that's going to feel nice to not have the school added to the job, like added to working as well. But man, like <laughs> it, it, it's, it's going to be rough. Cause, cause, uh, then I'm just going to have that internal pressure. Like anytime I feel like I do have free time, I'm going to be like, I'm doing something wrong. That's kind of how I've been conditioned for a long time. Now it's like, if I have free time, I'm doing something wrong. Or if I have free time, I usually waste it. I feel like, I feel like shame almost if I don't do something to productive, if I just kind of just use my phone or like watch a YouTube video or watch a bunch of YouTube videos for my free time. I feel weird, but yeah, now that I'm almost done with college, I feel like, okay, I, now I really gotta try to find a job in my career. That's important for me, but also for my parents. I mean, that's what they're expecting. That's what they want me to do. So, and I haven't even kind of even begin looking for the jobs, which is bad. I want to do it. I want to start fucking you know, get my fucking resume ready and get that job. And it shouldn't be hard to find a job in my career because I already have some practical experience. You know what I mean? Like 
Like I already know what I have. Like I, I have some practical experience that I can put on my resume and it's like tangible on top of this that I'm doing, but I've come to the conclusion and I don't know if it's real or not, but with the podcast and everything I do, I thought I could use that as a look, I'm doing this shit that you want me to do for your job. I'm already doing it for pleasure. So you should hire me, but I don't know if that works like that. So that's going to be, you know, interesting, just trying to get a job. Um, but what was I, t but, but that's been mostly my personal woes. It's just work, um, getting out of Uber and finding a job in my career, which like I said, shouldn't be too hard, but I actually have to put in the work, the work for that. Um, and hope, you know, hoping I can get all the credits necessary from my classes because I'll be a real bummer if I'm not able to get the credits, the credits necessary to pass a class. And then I only have one class left and I have to do it for summer. That would be really annoying. So I want to be done by summer, by May. Um, so those are, those are all my personal things. I'm not chasing women because I have a lot of fucking real shit to work on. That's been keeping me busy. Um, and giving me enough anxiety as it is dealing with women. It's such a, like, uh, weight lifted on my shoulders, like unnecessary because I, you know, I think I've already talked about it in previous episodes. I've hinted at it, but I've realized that, you know, there was something that happened to me in eighth grade that made me think that I always have to be chasing women. And I don't, that's not necessary. Um, but that's enough of my personal life. Now I want to get to what I really want to talk about, which is, you know, connecting with you guys, either watching or listening, which, you know, recently we crossed 2000 subscribers. That's a, yeah, that's a, that's a big deal. And I, you know, I'm so like stoic with any fucking accomplishments. Cause I'm like, well, now we're on to the next, Well, like, I'm always thinking ahead. So I don't fucking, you know, appreciate what I have now, but that's big. 2000 subscribers. We crossed 500 videos on the channel, 500 plus now. I'm sure, uh, a hundred, we're almost at 180,000 views, uh, on the channel as a whole. For whatever reason, the podcast numbers have been jumping, have been going up. I don't know why. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I haven't been doing anything necessarily different. So I don't know what that's about, but you know, things are looking up and that's great. And I'm, and I want to, you know, acknowledge that, but also, you know, something that's been happening with me since this is episode 164, right? I've been doing a lot of ep a podcast episodes. That's 164 weeks straight. That's uh that's a lot. It's a lot of episodes. Um, and because of how many I've been doing for how long I've been doing it, you know, I always try to change it up. I always try to do something because if I do the same exact thing for too long, I'm bound to get bored. I will. And I've been noticing with the podcast, like I've done a lot of changes. The podcast has gone through a lot of phases is evident. If you go listen to old episodes, like the way I would do them, like how many times the format changed, like how I would do them, how I would edit them. Like all that shit would always be changing like every couple of months. Um, recently has been kind of stagnant. I think for the past two months has been kind of like, okay, this is a formula and I really like it, but it, it's really made me think like, man, I got to spice things up. I don't know what I'm going to do to spice things up, but I have to, because I'm getting bored. Like I'm procrastinating even when doing the podcast. And when that happens, that just means that I'm not creatively satisfied with it. Like I'm kind of bored with it. 
And, you know, once I like sit down and actually do it, it's fine. But I want to have that excitement of like, I want to get to every podcast episode and edit it with like, like, I want to be giddy when I do it. You know what I mean? And I don't have that. Um, and so, you know, I don't know what I would do about that. I'm, I'm looking into how I can either tweak the podcast or even if I can't or if I shouldn't. Because as of right now, it does feel pretty solid. It feels like a solid formula for what the podcast is, for what I do. It feels fine. But I think what I will guess I'll start doing, what I will start doing, and this is part of what this podcast is about, is all the other shit that I'll be adding on top of it that I want to start doing that is exciting. Like, I've already been doing the reactions, which those are really fun to do. Because those are where I really feel I'm doing something unique and good, right? Like everybody, a lot of people do reaction videos. It's like a weird kind of, it's like a cheap and fast way to get a lot of views and subscribers. Um, it's like default. Like if you like people will watch reaction videos, no matter how shitty they are, because they just want the reaction. Um, I'm the same way. I love reaction videos. That's why. I, I've been doing my reaction videos. I love podcasts as well. I do podcasts. Everything you see me do is because I love seeing it. I love doing it because subsequently, because I love watching it or experiencing it. So, you know, I, I've been doing the empty reactions, which I've been, I've been kind of consistent on, but not really because it's been every two weeks. If I, if anything, I wish it was every week. If anything, I mean, the, the great thing would be like multiple a week. That would be awesome. But that's just not feasible right now. Um, I think a week is feasible, but I don't know for whatever reason it's become kind of just normal for me to do it every two weeks. So I don't know. I think I'll keep it at two weeks only because right now I'm pretty busy. Um, I mean, it could be every week. It depends on like what comes out usually. Like there'll be times where like, for example, I recorded the reaction to, um, the new Jack Harlow song that came out a couple weeks ago. But once I was seeing the reactions that were being put out about this song, I just felt weird about it. And to be honest, I felt kind of corny. Like after I record, after I was seeing everybody who was doing it, there was something about the people who were doing reactions to it and what that meant that I was just like, you know what? I don't want to put this out. You know, I felt weird about it. And so then that's a week missed. But then I do the next week and then I haven't, you know, so it's been like a every two weeks kind of thing, which could be very, um, that could stay consistent for me for a long time. Like that I could actually handle. Um, and I won't burn out. If I start doing one a week, I might burn out. But, you know, I always try to see what, what new stuff I can do. But yeah, I'm just going all through the content I'm doing currently. Um, on top of the podcast, just to make my life more fun. Um, I've also been doing this thing on my Instagram page and Twitter, uh, of the, my empty opinions, you know, social media pages. Um, I've been doing like short empty reviews on there that are strictly meant to be just minute long reviews of whatever, because, you know, I know I have the EP show, which that would typically be the podcast that I would do to just review whatever I'm enjoying. But I just felt like I would never, I never felt like I had the motivation to do like a 30 minute podcast on, I don't know, you know, the season finale 
of euphoria. Like it would feel kind of overwhelming. And so, you know, the, the, the short empty reviews allows me to do an empty review, but it being quicker and more fun because I have to truncate it to a minute. So it's like a, it's like a challenge. It's like, how am I going to get all this information down in one minute? And that's been fun. So I've also been doing that. Um, something new that I started doing that I haven't even talked about really anywhere. If you don't follow the social media pages who would not know, but I have this new playlist that I started similar to the way that me and cameo, the, the former co-host of the podcast, we would do each week a playlist. And I remember, I guess I was just reminiscing about that because I saw how much attention that was getting. And unfortunately it ended, you know, because Cameo just didn't want to do it anymore. And, you know, I get that, you know, creative freedom. You don't want to feel trapped doing anything. But I thought, damn, I'm going to start this back up because one, I love music. And I was like, how the fuck can I incorporate my love of music into the brand, the empty opinions brand? And I thought, all right, fuck it. I'll just do a playlist updated every week with my favorite new songs that come out every week because I'm always I, I like listening to new singles. I love like new music Fridays because I get to listen to a bunch of individual singles. Like I love singles. Um, I'm not addicted. Imagine I love singles so much that I'm kind of scared of even going to a strip club. That's just a, I, I don't know. Is there a, <laughs> there's gotta be a, 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 a bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, that wasn't a good joke at all. As soon as I said, it, I was like, "Why would I? What would I fucking do?" That yeah, I know. It's not. It's not a. <laughs> it's not a, a a fun joke, man. I'm feeling real low energy right now. I don't know what it is. This is a very casual episode, like I said. It's not gonna be yell. It's not gonna be me yelling. It's gonna be just me talking to what whoever is listening or watching. This is just what this podcast is. Um. But yeah, I've been doing the empty playlist. I'm trying to think of other shit I've been doing. I think that's only that's that's been kind of it. It's been just empty playlist. Um, obviously, I put out this little previews before each episode drops as shorts, either YouTube shorts or Instagram reels or TikToks, just to get into that shorts, you know, content creation space. Um, yeah, so empty previews, which are like the short little videos, Short empty reviews on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. I want to get it in. Obviously, the empty playlist. That's been something I've been trying to do consistently for the past. And now I'm on, I'm, I'm heading. By the time this comes out, it will be like week ten. Um, so I've been doing it for ten weeks. So that's been new. Um, and uh, obviously the podcast, the empty opinions, and empty reactions. Obviously, those are all been the things that I've been doing. But I kind of, like I said, I've been getting kind of bored with everything I've been doing in the Empty Opinions just brand. So this is going to serve as the announcements for the new shit that I'm going to be doing uh, with Empty Opinions. And I'm doing this podcast. This podcast is going to come out Monday night or Monday morning, Monday at 12 a.m., right? Um, which is always funny to say that. Is, is it Sunday midnight or is it Monday morning? Is it Monday midnight? Like, how, how do you explain when it crosses finally into Monday, 12 a.m. on Monday. As soon as you're listening to this, there's going to be more things happening in the Empty Opinions universe that I want to announce right now. For one, this is definitely the bigger one. This is going to be like a new phase. I guess this could be considered like a new era of the Empty Opinions brand. 
and that would be that I'm um uh is there a fucking uh 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 a, a yeah drum roll that's right thank you way i'm trying to find like a a cheering sound that's weird i don't have a fucking cheering sound all i have is a clapping okay let me do the fucking drum roll again there's gonna be a new website design that's right i'm updating the website um because i got bored of the old design it's cool but it's very kind of vanilla it's very like boring I said, let me, I want to make this shit look more professional, but also a big part of this is because the reason I'm making a new website is because this new website or this new design, this updated design to the website, uh, the new redesign, uh, is going to allow me to do two new, a lot of new things. There's going to be a lot of new features that come with this website. That's going to inform what I do with the empty opinions brand. And I feel like it's going to elevate it for one. I'm going to be doing like email subscribers like i'm gonna be doing newsletters that's the word so with newsletters i'm gonna be able you know when you go go into the website it's gonna ask you um for your email and if you would like to know what the fuck is happening in the empty opinions universe at all times you give your email and every week i will be sending out like a newsletter telling you everything that's happened right like new episode of the podcast you know and more info about that the empty playlist because i've noticed i do a lot of shit but i don't know if everybody who pays it like i don't know if everybody's able to see everything that i'm doing really so with this newsletter is going to be like a cool is going to have hopefully a cool design it's going to look cool and it's going to be a good way to like not only give information to the people that want to know about everything that i'm doing but also it's going to be able to like that having your guys's emails is going to be very important just to grow this community, which is going to be a point I want to make later on. But it's something that is very important and that I've been thinking a lot about um, because 2000 subscribers is not nothing to, you know, fucking scoff at. That's like a real sizable following that I'm not taking advantage of. So with the newsletters, I will be getting your guys' emails. And I think this is how I would like to, you know, have a good idea of who the fucking community is. You know what I mean? There's going to be other ways, but that's going to be a main one. So I'm doing newsletters with this new design website. And in order for me to do newsletters, I realized, okay, I have to change everything about this website. But another thing that I'm doing, another drum roll, please. With this new website, I'm starting a blog. That's right. I'm starting a blog. Um, I realized recently in the past couple of weeks that I love writing. And I'm like, and it could also be like a way for me to talk about more without the inconvenience that comes with like setting up this, right? The fucking lighting and the camera and the microphone and the laptop. It's a lot that goes into making even something like this. And sometimes, you know, I'm so busy or I have no energy that I feel like I want to still give you guys like my opinions on shit. I still want to get my thoughts out there. And it came to me something that the way that I started making content on the internet in the first place a long time ago, six fucking years ago that's crazy that's such a long time um but i used to have a blog i used to have a blog a movie blog where i would do like movie reviews and post them i wouldn't really advertise them to anybody i knew it was just on their own separate like social media pages 
But yeah, I had a movie blog and I love, you know, writing movie reviews. And I was like, because I was thinking like, how can I get reviews out there? And I'm like, fuck it. Let me just go back to doing reviews, going back to my roots. You know what I mean? And so with this new website, this new design, there's going to be blog posts that, you know, just adding a blog post feature also completely alters what the website is like in that case, I have to make it more professional because adding blogs on top of everything that I already had in my old website, it would just be weird. Like that's too big of a feature to add in most websites. You start off with a blog. I didn't. So yeah, that's going to be big. That's going to be something that not only I use to get my thoughts and reviews and ideas out there, but like a way that I could also collaborate. It could be a new way for me to collaborate because I've noticed I know a lot of people that write blog posts that love writing like writers. I know a lot of writers. Um, and I think I, I was thinking about like, man, it'd be so cool if I can get these writers that have their own blogs or want to just do a blog post. That would be such a cool way to collaborate, collaborate with them. Like, Hey, you know, if you want to, if you want to use my platform, the MTP is podcast to post a blog post, fuck it, do it. I'll, I'll let you do it. You know what I mean? And that way, you know, the community can grow and it's just adding something new to the empty opinions brand. I'm doing audio. I'm doing video. Now let's do writing, right? I mean, why not? I love writing. So I don't know. It just felt like it made sense. It felt like the natural progression of what, of what I want to do with the podcast and the empty opinions brand as a whole. So yeah, those are really kind of the big features, but even just the way the website is going to work. I'm just more excited about it because it just looks sleeker. It looks more professional. And, you know, like there's going to be a segment in there that's called like empty picks of the week where I suggest like my favorite movies, shows and albums of the week. That's a feature that I love. I love that. So it's going to be just a way for me to have more fun and be more creatively fulfilled with the brand and also create a hub that I can send people to that actually has everything I'm doing, you know, it accurately represents everything I'm doing. And also I could also, I could always add new shit to it as well. I don't know. It just made all the sense to me. So the new and improved emptyopinions.com website is going to be out. It's out now. By the time you're listening to this or hearing this is out now. So go check it out. Part of me doing even this announcement is for me to force me finally launching this website. All that's left as of me recording is like writing a few blog posts, which I can knock out in, in, in no time, but I've just been procrastinating. So now with this, I'm like, well, now you're promising people the new, the new, the new and improved website is out. So by the time that people are listening or watching this, they're going to go check it out. And if it's not done, it's going to be on you. I'm pointing to me like either watching or editing later. So, you know, it's, uh, it, it, it's basically a way to force my hand. Uh, so yeah, by the time this is out, you can go check out the website. Now that's the big new step into what I want to do with empty opinions. Um, and I think that's it. I think they're like, like I said, everything that I already mentioned before, it's all there. It's basically where I'm just going to send everybody, you know, just empty opinions.com, empty opinions.com, like even more so than the YouTube channel. To be honest, I think I'm going to use the YouTube channel to drive, you know, fucking, you know, drive people back to the website. 
like again because i also want the the emails that way i can communicate with you guys more directly i don't know i'm just trying to and this is going to lead me to my next thing something i want to do um is create a stronger sense of community and the reason i haven't been doing that as much as i would like to is because i feel corny doing all this shit that a lot of content creators do when they want to get in touch with their fans or supporters or whatever where they're like i love you guys so much you guys mean the world to me if it wasn't because of y'all would be nothing and that last part is absolutely true the viewer slash listener is the one that really gives the power to the creator so they're it's like a symbiotic relationship but what i don't want to do is taint my taint my creative freedom and being able to do whatever the fuck i want to do that's first and foremost i think so you know that's why i haven't been like hey what do you guys think or like doing this or that i i, I like to i don't want to dip into the parasocial relationships that happen between content creator and viewers or listeners or fans or supporters or whatever I don't want to dip into that because I just I, I I would feel nasty about it. So I try to keep a distance from you guys, but I think that's what's hindering really much growth. I mean, the growth is coming, right? I'm growing. I used to have not even two years ago. I used to have like 69 subscribers and now I have 2000. So, you know, it's growing, obviously, but I think I want to just make this group more tight knit than it has been and that's because i haven't been like flourishing it or like watering uh, i don't know bro i'm trying to come up with some fucking analogy i can't think of anything but you know what i you know you guys know what i'm saying um so that's what i i so in terms of that i'm for one i think i'm gonna start doing like live streams on the youtube channel where it, they're gonna be called empty reactions live and through this, I'm going to be, you know, uh, just reacting to music live because that's what a lot of the subscribers that I have is what they want to see me do. Most of them don't give a fuck about this podcast and that's fine. I understand that part of the reason why I'm even doing the reactions is to get the following. So, you know, I'm not mad at it, but so that's why we would call those live streams like empty reactions live there. I could probably listen. My goal there will be to actually, you know, interact with the people who follow me right and take suggestions because a lot of you know the world of a reaction channel is just getting reactions all the time or reaction requests all the time and i think doing empty reactions live i think would be a cool way for me to listen to what you guys are listening to right and be like like you guys are like you, you gotta check this out and i'll be like okay fine and i have ideas to make the live show entertaining like i have segment ideas like I want to make the live show fun as opposed to just me talking and there's no direction to it. So that's something that I'm working on in terms of the equipment. I have all the equipment needed to make the live stream look good. Like I have a way to even make the live stream with this camera. Right. So that would be fun. Um, but it's more so about sitting down and testing out all the settings and making sure it looks good. You know, all that shit, like the layout. It's a lot that goes into it, but I definitely want to do that to interact with you guys. And at some point I do want to have a discord where we can all talk because I know that's the hot thing. You know, discord is the cool way that people interact with each other. Like communities interact with each other. 
So I think I'm going to end up creating a discord server at some point as well. And, um, yeah, I can't think of anything like, do I have any other plans? Not really. Just, you know, go check out the website. You'll see all the stuff, how different it looks and how kind of fish official it looks. So that's, um, kind of all the announcements, everything new that's happening that I want to happen and that will be happening in the empty penis universe. And, you know, I just did this podcast mainly because I didn't have a guest in time, but also to interact with you guys. I want to talk directly to you, tell you what I've been going through, tell you everything that's happening in, in the empty penis universe. Just give you an update. You know, I haven't talked to y'all like since like two months. Like I don't do the like talking directly to the camera, except when I'm doing like the little intros of every podcast. But yeah, I, um, I think I talked, I mentioned everything there is to mention on that. Uh, so yeah, that's, uh, everything happening in the empty penis universe. Now I'm going to take a quick break just to drink water. My, my throat is very dry and then I'll come back and I'm going to touch on some pop culture topics. All right, guys, I'm back after my quick break because I guess I can only talk for so long before I need a break. I'm not one of those people that can talk for like three hours without break. I'm just not built like that yet. I'm trying to build up my insurance. What? Endurance. See, I'm already, I shouldn't even be recording past the first like 40 minutes, but I'm doing it because I need to get some fucking pop culture topics talked about in order to clip them out and put them out and get some exposure. That's the way this podcast is going to end. This is the last half. I'm not going to take too long doing these because like I said, I don't feel like doing much more of this podcast, but the game is a game, man. But you know, what's not a game, the Russian Ukrainian conflict. I don't know why I'm tackling this topic. <laughs> like this feels like something I probably shouldn't be talking about that I'm not really qualified about, but I just want to give my opinion on it. That's all. Because obviously, you know, when that fateful night happened and, you know, Putin was like, fuck it, I'm invading Ukraine. The whole world thought, okay, fuck, this is World War Three, And it still might be, it still could be, right? Like, that's the scary part about it. The possibility of a world war is what's scaring a lot of people. And I get it. It's very stressful. It's fucked up. It's sad. You know, it, yeah, I get it. it's it's fucked up. It's I mean what look, this is my prop this is my thing with this whole Russian Ukrainian conflict. You know, I have how do I say this without coming off like an insensitive prick? The Russian Ukrainian conflict is very serious and I feel like everybody who's like making jokes about it just like willy-nilly, they should probably chill on that because I agree with what everybody's saying. Like you're saying that, that you you're trying to cope you know, with what's happening with humor to a certain extent that could be true, but it's like, what do you have to cope? Like all you have to, like, you can't cope just with sadness, right? It's not like you're coping with actual violence right outside your streets. It's just like, oh, this is a sad situation. I'm scared. Do you really need humor to cope with that? You don't really need to cope with that. That's, I wouldn't say you're coping with that. It's just a way for people to get away with doing what they've been doing, which is kind of like just making jokes. The internet just makes jokes about everything. It's not no fucking coping mechanism bullshit. That's just what people are saying now to get away scot-free and not take the heat for it. 
That's not true. Listen, the motherfuckers are just on the internet making fun of everything. They have no sympathy for anything. They look for the joke in anything. Have you read any TikTok comments? Shit is fucked up. People don't have empathy. That's a problem. So that's why they're making jokes. It's not no fucking coping. That's just bullshit. I don't understand why they're now saying that. Anybody, you know, they, they're saying that just because this is actually a serious topic and everybody knows, like, come on, dog. Why are you making fun of this? This is fucking crazy. And now they're, like, trying to come up with an excuse. That's all that is. You know, it's not, yeah, it, it, it's all bullshit. The internet just makes makes fun of everything, whether sensitive or not. And that's just how the internet is, because there is no consequences in the internet. And so you can joke about something as serious as a Russian-Ukrainian conflict. And, you know, there wouldn't be anything, anybody to say, don't do that, or like to fucking hit you, right? Or like any real consequences, there won't be none. So, you know, people are just going to always do shit like that because... They feel like the internet is just the wild west where they can do whatever they want. And to a certain extent, it's true. But it's like, don't say you're coping. That's pussy. That's pussy. Why are you saying that? That's not what that is. So in that way, you know, everybody should show empathy. That's number one. I, I, I think that's the case with everything. But, and I do have empathy for this situation. It's very fucked up. But, you know, me choosing to not get down and sad about that doesn't mean that I'm not being empathetic towards the situation because I'm just trying to protect my energy, man. Like, why would I choose to get really down and sad and depressed about something that I can't do anything about? Also, there's something that's not immediately affecting me. I'm sorry to maybe that comes up insensitive, but that's just a fact, right? Like, like, I remember there's been a couple instances where, like, things have been very bleak. This world is bleak. Shit is going down the drain, bro. Like, things are bad out there. But you can't let that get, that you can't let that get you down because, you know, there's not much you can do about it. So you can either wallow in that sadness and that fucked upness of the world, or you can look at what's around you, what you enjoy doing, the people you like hanging out with. And latch onto that. Latch onto what's immediately around you to have your community. That's what communities are. That's what families are. I feel like with the internet, we're expected to give a fuck about every single thing that's happening in the entire world. That's just not realistic. I can't equally care about everything and be sad. Well, maybe I can equally care about everything. But at that point, you might as well kill yourself because then it's like there's nothing good. But if you focus on what is good near you, around you, that immediately impacts you, then that's something you can, you know, devolve your time to and just, you know, focus on. Like I said, that doesn't mean you have to be, you know, apathetic towards, you know, war. But it it does mean that you choose what you get sad about, especially if you can't do anything about it. If it's out of your hands. For me, I've just decided... I'm just going to give a fuck about what's around me. Like first, that's my priority. First is to be around the people that I love doing the things that I love doing. And you know, that's what I'll care about first. Unfortunately. Yeah. I think I might've gone too long in that Russian Ukrainian conflict topic, but you know, there's a lot there. All right. Now let's move on to a next, a slightly less heavy topic. Way less. Heavy. I mean, the opposite of heavy, this is fucking happiness. The fact that Harden is now, in the Sixers, man, that shit is awesome. It, it almost feels surreal to me in a, in a way because I've been, 
I've been, I will say, a diehard fan of the Sixers. After I became a really big fan of the Sixers after they got swept by the Celtics in the bubble. Like, that's where I really started paying attention. Like, I was paying attention in general to basketball, but I wasn't, like, necessarily rooting for my home team. And it was at that point that I'm like, okay, I do have a home team. Let me root for it. And, I mean, the amount of shit that we as Sixers fans have gone through, I would just say just even recently, I can't even imagine, like, early on. Like, what the fuck happened with the Sixers after Ellen Iverson wasn't playing for them? Until now. <laughs> Like, it hasn't been good, right? That's why the process was even a thing in the first place. So, you know, it's been kind of pain and suffering for the Sixers fans for a while now. So, the fact that we have Harden with Embiid, like, here's what's even crazy. Okay, it's already crazy that Harden is with the Sixers, but the fact that Maxi is taking a leap this year, and now that he's just a pure shooting guard, he's playing incredible. And we have legitimately a big three. And Tobias is not part of the big three. You know how fucking happy that makes me? And, man, I've just been watching, like, the highlights of the past three games that we've all won. And I'm just like, wow. This team looks so fucking good, man. It's almost like it's almost like you're witnessing it and you're like, wait. Because at first I'm like, this cannot be as good as it feels like it's going to be, right? But now I'm seeing them ball out. And I know it hasn't been towards crazy competition so far, but I'm just like, oh my God, this is incredible. I'm not even going to mention, you know, the Australian bum's name because that would just bring me down again. But man, I'm just happy that I stuck with a team that was ass or just not good or I never had any confidence in. And now I have confidence in it. I've had conf confidence in the Sixers before, but it's never felt real because I would watch them play and I'm like, there's something off. It turns out the thing that's off is a fucking good point guard. <laughs> that was it. That was the only thing that was hindering this team back. Man, it feels good, man. It really feels good to see that the Sixers are good. Like, I'm I, I, I'm watching the games, and I'm like, oh, so this is a good team. And Harden is good. I don't know, man. It just feels good, bro. Like, to be honest, the fact that we're 3-0, that just feels amazing. I don't know. I don't know how else to express that, but... It feels awesome. And I guess in terms of predictions for this team, like, it could easily go to the finals, I think. Like, I think that the duo of Embiid and Harden and then Maxi taking a leap. And Tobias Harris is not a bad player, but isn't, like, a first score. If Tobias Harris is your first scoring option, you're fucking doomed. So now that he, the fact that he's delegated, in my eyes, to fourth, then that just means we kind of got a squad, bro. And Niang is heading threes. Danny Green is not fucking up as much as <laughs> that he typically does. He sometimes hit his threes. You know, Thibel is hitting threes. I don't know. I like the squad that we got, and I like their chemistry. It looks like they have very good chemistry. Harden obviously wanted to go there because he's actually trying, and he seems happy to be there. So everything just seems like it's lighting up for my Sixers as a man. It's just really going to break my heart when... We lose in the second round. I'm not. I, I really hope it doesn't happen, and I don't think it will really, but it could. And if that happens, I mean, my day, my sadness will be immeasurable, and my day would be ruined. My whole fucking month would be ruined if we fucking lose to the second in the second round again. 
Man, that's crazy. All right, moving right along. There's something else that I don't want to get too deep about because it's, you know, it's street shit. And I make it, I make it a point to not get involved in street shit. But this is two very high profile artists who are street artists, but are also the biggest artists in hip hop right now. So you kind of have to talk about it. It's just the whole little Dirk and Youngboy beef that I'm kind of late about. I don't know why the fuck I'm even talking about it at this point, but it, it's just interesting because it feels like more than just a rapper beef. It feels like a street beef. And I think that's what scares a lot of people, me included. But I feel like I'm, what I'm starting to notice, like I don't think anything necessarily crazy is going to happen like with violence between these two because they're just so big as artists and i don't think like if anything this is going to be people around them that die which Lil Durk, you know he referred to in his song that kind of kicked things off actually no that's not what kicked things off it was young boy that first like dissed Lil Durk. i don't know why i remember when that track that he did that was dissing Lil Durk came out i was just like this is kind of out of nowhere because from what I had known, it was more of a behind the scenes type of beef between young boy and dark. And then young boy for one of his singles for his album colors, he did a pretty direct diss, and then Lil Durk dropped the whole song as a diss, which I like that Lil Durk took the approach, the Drake approach to a diss song, which is like make this song good. Like make this a fucking banger. And also diss him in the song. And then that way he gets this twice, I guess. Like this with the lyrics, but this with the presence of the song. Because I'll be honest, you remove even all the disses and shit. It's a great fucking song. I love that. I love the chorus. Uh, respond with shit. With Vaunt. Like that was just awesome way to come in. I love that song. And so, and you know, it was only, I listened to that song like way after it had come out. Um, But then I listened to it. I'm like. Oh, wow. This is like a pretty intense this, you know, he's saying a lot of grimy shit to young boy. And then obviously young boy comes out with, I hate young boy, which even a title like that lets you know what kind of person you're beefing with. This is not just a regular person. Like there's a reason young boy has so many like views on YouTube and what he does, the numbers that he does. It's because he's like creative. He's like a creative street rapper. And that's like a, a, a great combination, you know? And so when I saw the title, I hate young boy. And then I saw the description of the video on YouTube. I was just like, oh shit. And then I haven't, I still haven't listened to that song yet because I don't listen to young boy. I have, li I listen to Dirk more than I listen to young boy. So that's why I listened to that Dirk diss song. I haven't listened to the young boy one. But I just, I read the headlines and apparently he dissed everybody. He like went fucking nuts. And that's fun if you're looking at it as just like diss tracks. But it's not fun when you realize like this man is nobody to fuck with. This man does not feel like he has anything to lose. So I feel like when I saw the track and I saw everybody he dissed and like him dissing like Dirk's girl, like it was all like basically like crossing the line to the max. I was like, I'm not surprised. He's young boy. He's not gonna <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, 
Everybody who beefs with Youngboy should know that he's a fucking loose cannon. He's an antisocial guy. He doesn't fuck with anybody. He doesn't fuck with the industry. He just drops his singles every two weeks and they do numbers. And then he drops his albums and they do numbers. You know, it's like, it's interesting still though that one thing that I thought of because I am a Tyler, the creator fan, I was just like, where does Tyler fall in all this? Like, I guess technically Tyler picked the side of young boy. So what does that mean that he could never make a song with Dirk again? Or as I'm saying again, as if, as if they've ever had a song together, I'm just saying this, this and who young boy is as an artist still shocks me that he collaborated with Tyler. It was the complete opposite, but man, that's why Tyler is a genius, bro. He just made young boy just fit in that song effortlessly. All right, that's all I'm going to say about the Dirk and Youngboy beef. Let's move on to Kanye West, man. Everybody's piling on Kanye West with good reason, but I feel like, I don't know, I'll be honest, I have a soft spot for who people deem to be crazy people, right? Let's say Joe Budden, Kanye West, Azalea Banks. Like, these are people that are very controversial, and people either love or hate and are always caught saying crazy shit and people always judge them. But I I have a soft spot for those kind of people because one, this goes to how crazy my mind is. Most of the time I'm like, I know what they're trying to say. Like, I get it. Like, that's how sick my fucking mind is, is that whenever like Azalea Banks or, or Kanye West or Joe Budden say something out of pocket, I'm like, no, but I get the logic. And then nobody in the fucking world does. <laughs> that's why I'm like, that's one of the part. That's one of the reasons why I, I do have sympathy for them because I understand them a good amount of the time. Like almost always, like there's rarely ever a time where I don't know what they're doing. Like, I'm like, I, I know their logic. And it also tucks in my heartstrings a little bit because I've been, I've done shit that people are like, why the fuck would you do that? What the fuck were you thinking? Right. And I'm like, oh, I was. And then I try to explain it and they're like, what are you, why do you think that way? It's mostly just people who think differently that I really kind of identify with. So with Kanye specifically though, I, I, you know, I understand he's doing a lot of bullshit, right? He's doing, you know, like putting his wife on blast, like making things very public, openly threatening Pete Davidson. <laughs> like, I know it's all very like crazy but one defense i have about kanye west that i think it's valid a lot of the reason why he's getting so much hate is because he's a black man and i feel the same way about all the flag that travis scott got i feel like a lot of i feel like successful black men whenever they slip up even just a little bit there's really no grace for them. There's really no like, oh, he just fucked up. You know, he, let's move past this. Mostly coming from large audio, large, uh, large amount of white people. They're trying to cancel them. We're like, this person's psychotic. This person needs to go to jail. This person needs to do this and that. And I'm always reading it like, I don't know. It's like it never really matches what they're doing. The outrage in the way that people feel about them, like successful black men, it's never appropriate. It's like over the, it's like overboard. 
and I've always had this suspicion that it is because they're black men and there's like a weird like racism that arises out of people whenever a successful black man does something that's kind of like crazy like that's their opportunity without seeming racist to be racist towards these black men like they that's why they go overboard like I felt the same with Travis Scott. I feel like just because he was just a successful black man, he that thing with Astro World happened, and then the world jumped in on him. It's like this person needs to be perished from fucking Earth. He needs to be banned from everything. Nobody can ever talk about him again. I'm like, okay, we're kind of getting losing the plot a little bit. Same thing with Kanye West, man. Like every time Kanye West does something, people are like. This guy's fucking, you know, this guy's losing his fucking mind. This man is a this guy's a psychopath. He needs to be put in a fucking mental hospital. Like people go absurd with it. And I've noticed, I think the common denominator, whenever I see people acting overboard over little shit like that, really feels like it's race. Like race is in there. It could be I'm looking at it through a racial lens, which how could you not in this country? You have to look at everything through a racial lens. Because race is very important to the way that this fucking country operates. But, yeah, man. I just feel like with Kanye, I, 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 you know, I have sympathy for him. I have sympathy for him. He does a lot of fucked up shit and he needs to cut it out. It's not like there doesn't need to be any consequences for what he does. Like, some shit is like, yo, you gotta cut that shit out. But just in general, I just think people go overboard with the hate. For Kanye. I don't know. I, 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 you know, I have sympathy for him. Hopefully he gets better. Obviously he has bipolar disorder. He's not taking any mental pills. So, oh, this is an interesting quote I just thought of, right? Like this was in the Joker movie, which I don't like that. I'm referencing Joker. That feels kind of corny, but there is a line in there that was pretty interesting where he wrote in his journal. He was just like, when you have a mental illness, people expect you to act as if you don't. And that's kind of how I feel about Kanye. Like, Kanye clearly has these mental issues that he needs to work through. Or that are just inherent to who he is as a person. But people, tr like, forget that, right? Like, they acknowledge it, but they're like, nah, but still. But it's like, you have to look at it through a different lens, because you're not just dealing with any person. You're dealing with a person that has this or a person that has that. So, yeah, that's that's all I want to say about Kanye and everything he's doing. He should probably stop threatening Pete Davidson. Maybe stop doing that. But besides that, I feel like we need to be, be go easier on Kanye, I think. That's just my personal opinion. But all right, let's move on to about something, a very quick topic. I don't have that much to say, but it's crazy to see John Morant become like one of the superstars of the league. And I'm, I can already tell like the NBA is itching to make John Morant. Is it John Morant and John or John Morant? I'll just call him Morant because it seems it come, it flows off my tongue better. And I also had a teacher called Miss Morant. Oh, it was Miss Morant. It's Morant, John Morant. That don't even sound right though. John Morant doesn't sound right to me. I'll call him John Morant. And, and, you know, if he personally hears this and complains about it, then I'll learn my lesson and change it. If he's like, yo, dog, you're saying my name wrong. I'm like, okay, all right, my bad. But I'll just call him Jam... J Fuck, I can't even say the first name right now. John Morant. 
I can already tell the league is trying to make him the face of their league. Like I cannot, I can, based on how many fucking clips they put out on the NBA YouTube page, you can always tell which superstars the league wants to push. And I feel like it's kind of smart to make John Morant like one of the faces of the league because he's just such a fun player to watch, you know? And at the end of the day, the, the NBA is an entertainment league to a certain extent. It's sports, but it's like highly entertaining sports. So I can understand why they're trying to make him the face of the league. He kind of deserves it if you've been seeing the shit that he's been doing. Like, I knew he was going to be special. I don't know if you guys remember. I think it was like his third game when he came into the league. He like had this crazy ass dunk in like it was against the Nets. Like he played against the, the first time he played the Nets, like the third game of his first season. And it was kind of like a matchup against Kyrie. And first of all, the, the, the Grizzlies beat the Nets. So that's already pretty big, right? But also, like, John Morant kind of won, won the face-off against Kyrie. Matter of fact, like, I can vividly remember, like, Kyrie shot, the, like, it was one-on-one. -on -one. It was John Morant defending Kyrie. And, you know, the, the shot clock running down, Kyrie tries to, like, you know, he has crazy dribbles, so he tries to fucking do his dribbles and lose John ja ja Morant. And... He tries to shoot the three to, like, not go into overtime. And he gets blocked by John Moran. That's, like, his third game in the league is blocking Kyrie Irving. I was like, okay, this guy's special from the moment I saw that. Another way that I knew that this guy was special, um, it was when I would when I used to play 2K a lot, I would always use John Moran on the online games because that motherfucker would just get to the rim effortlessly. I can't even imagine what rating he has now, like how fucking much people are probably going to play him in 2K. He's an immensely playable character or player in the game. So that's the second thing, like how much I would use him in 2K to me dictates how fun he is as a player. And the third thing was when they beat Utah as the number eight seed against the number first seed, number one seed. And they beat them that first game. I was just like, oh, okay. So this is like a future like championship team. It, feel, it felt like to me because I was just like, because they were so far down the underdog. Like, like people expected like a, you know, a sweep. And the fact that they come in and beat the Jazz in the first game. So much so that they had to bring out Donovan Mitchell. Like, out of injury. Like, he was injured. He wasn't going to come back that series. But they were like, you know what? Fuck it. Go out there, Donovan. And and then it was just too much for the Jazz. But that was a series I remember watching intensely because I was rooting for the Grizzlies. Because I thought they had what it took to win. Because one thing about the Grizzlies, they always come back. I've noticed. They always get... if They, they could be getting blown out. And they always make it, like, close. It's never, like, a blowout, I've noticed, with them. Um, typically there's exceptions, but that was when I was just like, oh yeah, not only is this, this team special, this guy is special. And I think besides Embiid, Jabron is definitely my favorite player to watch. So I'm excited to see how far he takes it in the postseason. I mean, my dream, I tweeted this a while ago. My dream is Grizzlies and Sixers. That's what I'm rooting for. So if that happens, I mean, can you imagine I'm horrible at predicting and I remember when I tweeted that, I was just like, me saying this means neither of these teams are going to make the finals. 
And, you know, it's not... If they even make the conference finals, I think it'll be fine. But, yeah, that's my little uh, uh, adoration for John Morant segment. He's just an extremely hypable player. He's someone you can hype. And I know he became... And this is going to sound funny, but I knew he became a superstar when I was watching Flight Reacts reacting to that uh, game that recently happened where he postered Jacob Jacob Portal and then like hit that crazy halftime winner like like catching it midair and shooting it and making it and then him just losing his mind like wow I cannot disrespect you anymore and I was just like that's right <laughs> that's where I was like yeah even if flight recognizes it then that's how you know that he's a superstar even say, called him inspirational that's a huge compliment all right, and the last topic before I get the fuck out of here, because I'm fucking tired, is going to be talking about the latest tech innovation that I'm sure is going to shock the world. It's certainly going to make things interesting, and that is that TikTok is now allowing 10-minute videos on their platform. And I was talking to my sister about this, and this could be really fucking interesting, because I feel like this is TikTok explicitly making a play to be bigger than YouTube or like to encroach. I think that's a word to like try to catch, try to be a, a more direct competition with YouTube. And honestly, it could be a re it could, I think this decision could have been impacted by YouTube doing shorts and TikTok being like, Oh, you're trying to take our shit. Well, we're going to take your shit. But here's the reason why I don't think it's going to work how they want it to work for one. When you're watching TikTok. You know, three minutes was pushing it. That's way too long. It could still be like, okay, like, because, you know, the up to three minutes, it allows for videos to be like an hour or I'm sorry, a minute in like 30 seconds, which isn't that bad. And maybe you could really use the full three minutes. But to this day, I haven't really seen a full three minute TikTok. A 10 minute TikTok just doesn't make sense based off the fact that the kind of content that is shorts type of video is where it's a vertical screen. It's supposed to be bite size. Nobody wants to watch a 10 fucking minute video. That's vertical. It just doesn't make sense. You know, like YouTube. That's why a lot of people are watching longer videos on YouTube because it's like you're watching it. It's landscape. It's like, that's how you're meant to see a long video. That shit about just like watching it like this, like upright that works for like small videos because you're not taking a lot. But I just don't think it works for like a video with if it's 10 minutes, it's probably a video with substance. It just also wouldn't make sense because there's also a pace to TikTok videos that I don't know how anybody you would have to be out of your fucking mind to have a pace that goes up to 10 minutes. That seems insane to me, right? Like imagine all those quick cuts and fucking editing and like using the sounds and this and that for 10 minutes. That sounds almost ridiculous to me. Like, I don't know how you could do because it, TikTok videos definitely have a style to them at this point. And I don't think that style can be used for 10 minutes straight. I just don't, I just don't think it makes sense. But I think the reason TikTok is trying to sneak these 10 minute TikToks out there is because they understand that the way that it would probably work would be, um, and I think they rolled it out already. I think it's already available, but I think the way it would work would be like any other TikTok video where just you swipe 
And if you want to keep watching, you watch it. If you don't do, you just swipe up and move. And so I was telling my sister, I was just like, a 10 minute video, they're probably not going to show you that it's 10 minutes. It's going to treat it like any other video. And so you're just probably going to be watching. And if you're not paying attention, the video could be so interesting that it lasts 10 minutes. That's like very optimistic. I don't think there's going to be a TikTok that goes up to six minutes and you don't notice it. So you're just like, okay, it's too long. But, but my sister was right in what she told me, which she was like, it just doesn't make sense to combine short form videos with long form videos all in one in the same way. If it was like, yo, I, I'm just coming up with this idea right now. And if TikTok is watching, if you take my fucking idea, you have to give me some fucking royalties because this idea is perfect. There needs to be like a, 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 oh my God, this is fucking genius. So like, it would be like two sides of TikTok. It's the one that is just the vertical one where you just swipe up and down, right? But then there's got to be like a button somewhere on the screen that's like enter long TikToks or something like mysterious, like enter the long zone. Sounds kind of corny as a name, but you get what my, my idea is, right? So you click it and then automatically every single setting on your vid on your phone is like now landscape, right? And so like the buttons, the way it works. So, and so now instead of like swiping, like vertically, your phone is now horizontally. And then you're watching longer videos, but you can like swipe up to get rid of them. That's the fucking way to go. TikTok. <laughs> if you take my shit, I swear to God, I'm not fucking playing. I'm definitely suing. If you take my fucking idea, but that's genius. And that's what they should do to differentiate the fucking 30 second, like, 10 second videos and the 10 minute videos. You can just throw them all in one. It just doesn't make sense. That's why YouTube has shorts and they're making it very distinct from the typical YouTube experience. So yeah, I think I'll end it there because I think I just cracked the new TikTok versions. I think I tracked the new way that TikTok is going to compete with YouTube. You're welcome, TikTok. But all right, that's going to be it for this episode, episode 164 of the MT Opinions Podcast with the Osolati Polanco. That was, I think there's going to be end up being a long one. There's going to be a lot of dead space, just, you know, pregnant pauses and just moments where I just walk out to drink some water because I'm fucking, my throat is closing up because of how dry it is. And I'm there right now, so that's why I'm closing it. Um, the way I'm going to end this episode is how I end every episode, and it's by playing a song. Um, the, the song that I'm going to play is going to be based off this new album that came out from Raul Alejandro. He's a urban trap Latin artist, urban Latin trap artist over you urban Latin artist. I think is more appropriate of a name, but he just recently uploaded or, you know, released uh, why I say uploaded, like it's a fucking YouTube video. He released his latest, I guess it's like an album, but it could also be like a mixtape, uh, uh, trap cake volume two and it's definitely my favorite album of the year so far it definitely usurped it passed the new fka twigs album and the new ember mark album and the song i'm gonna play off it is called no drama featuring ty dollar sign why well, say ty dollar i'm a fucking loser all right let's just play this song thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and or watching this episode and i'll catch you guys next week And I want to be singing too, because I love this song. Mommy, on that night, 
te quiero romper No te molestes si me pierdo que voy a aparecer Si ese totito que tú tienes quiere poder Cuando nos encontremos algo va a suceder No quiero drama, no drama Solo nos vemos en la cama Ey. A mi niño es complicado, le gusta que la robe Y se lo haga Si ese totito que tú tienes tiene poder Cuando nos encontremos algo va a suceder No quiero drama, no un drama Solo nos vemos en la cama Ay, A mi niño es complicado, le gusta que la robe Y se lo haga No quiero drama, no un drama Oh, <laughs> 